Welcome to TMI, a podcast by Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Well, we're in the studio again. We've got a lot of cool things to talk about. This week is going to be interesting. Jen and I have been doing this weird diet thing. You hear about diets and it's getting close to that time of year. So what what is this weird thing that we've been doing? And we're... Yeah, uh, so it's, it's the uber popular keto diet. And yeah. so that we kind of just... I'd like to know a little bit more. I mean, I've done my own yeah. research, but it would just be good to really dig in and hear it from like someone who's not just writing right. and, a blog and trying to sell something. And this this keto diet, it's like it's weird. I don't like it right. at all. And but it it's like this thing everybody talks about. And yep. every once in a while you hear these fad diets, the South Beach diet, the mm-hmm. whole 30, the whatever. And a lot of them we just don't know I mean, they're probably not good because it's nice to just have a balanced diet. Right. But, um, you hear these things and people just go crazy about them, especially if and you... And they see results. Yeah, and especially if you are, like, reading blogs or podcasts or any of that kind of stuff that's out there. And um, we wanted to just bring this kind of rational point of view to this kind of thing. Yes. And because sometimes the decisions that we make about our health are not rational Mm -hmm. and we just need to make sure that we're doing the right thing because it is so important to our body. And so Jen, what have you, have you been doing this keto thing? I have, I've been doing it for probably about six months. My husband and I have both been doing it. Um, It was quite a challenge to start it and my mind I couldn't wrap my mind around how am I supposed to eat that much fat how am Mm -hmm. I supposed to limit so many carbs and so it it was a real balancing act and now I mean we both had I mean Sam's lost probably about 20 pounds I've Mm -hmm. lost about 12 so I mean it's worked but I don't know if it's super healthy for me. And that's, exactly. I think, what I really want to know. Because I could never wrap my mind around how that how yeah. it works. Yeah, and I've been doing it too. And it seems so counterintuitive to everything I've known about health and dieting. Yeah. And sometimes these diets are like that. So we want to make sure we're doing the right thing for our body. And so we found an expert here. In the studio, we have Sarah Chapel today. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Um, could you... Introduce yourself and give us a perspective on what you do and who you are. Sure, sure. I'm Sarah Chapel. I'm a registered dietitian with the Henry Ford Allegiance Health, and I've been here for 13 years. So in my role, I do one-on-one nutrition counseling. I'm a health educator, so I I have a caseload of 500 people that I follow up with throughout the year to just see how things are going and offer um, support and guidance and and advice where I can. That's great. Cool. Cool. Um, so you probably think we're a little crazy. like. Well, there's lots of questions, right? Yeah. Super popular questions. And um, we even have a lot of them written down here on this paper. Because, <laughs> Jen, I want to remind everybody to make sure to consult your physician or doctor before you make any changes to your health plan or your diet. Because these things can really affect your body. And we want to make sure that you're healthy and not just listening to stuff on the Internet. Absolutely. <laughs> We just have so many questions. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Oh, I don't know. Um, I guess maybe we'll start with like everybody wants to eat more healthy Mm -hmm. and make a difference. So 
as a dietitian and health coach, how do you keep up with all these diet trends and things? Yeah, yeah. So lots, lots changes, lots comes to the media. There's mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. like you were mentioning, you know, the keto diet, you've got the South Beach, the Atkins, the Whole30. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these diets are calorie restrictive in some fashion, yeah. right? There's always something you can eat and something you can't eat or you have to avoid. Mm-hmm. So there's always some restriction, which usually means calorie restriction and you lose weight that way. Um, one thing that I do to kind of keep up with these trends, I mean, I ask my fellow coworkers, what have they heard? I hear tons from patients. Have you heard about the keto? Have you heard about yeah. low carb? Or do mm-hmm. you think it's safe for my kids? Or lots of questions. Um, I also subscribe to um, evidence-based magazines and and research-type articles. And as dietitians, we have to have continuing education credits every year, like a lot of people yeah. in the medical field. So that helps, you know, kind of keep up with some of these trends. I see a lot of them too on social media. Not that you can believe everything you see there, but exactly. it gives some, it helps me kind of see what's coming down sure. the pipe what too, right? Talking what's about big. And, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, for me, the, the keto thing, like I said, was so counterintuitive, but it works. Like that's what's hard about these diets. Some of them actually work for a while. They do, right? Yeah, they I lost do. about thirty-five pounds so far. And how much time? Six, six months. Week, six or weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting is if you look at the research, whatever mm-hmm. diet you're following, you tend to see weight loss. Yeah. Some are at different speeds, mm-hmm. but after six months or a year, the weight kind of plateaus, yeah. and then you start seeing weight gain. Yep. Gotcha. So. Yeah, and the way that I was thinking, the way that I've approached it is that this is a reset point and then healthy eating after that. Like to learn proper nutrition. Is it learning control? Yes. Learning control. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. weird thing is I'm also vegetarian, mm-hmm. so I tend to overdo it with the carbs and the fried foods and the things that are mm-hmm. still bad for you. But Well, and that was kind yeah. of my challenge because I, I had read like that you don't stay on keto for too long because it can be damaging to your body and mentally like to try to switch back to eating carbs was like nearly impossible like I can't stop looking at labels and <laughs> and I've done like multiple diets throughout my life not diets ways of eating like the whole 30 and trying to you know keep things as clean as possible and everything and I mean I've had success with that too but I don't know where I gained a couple pounds over a year or two and it was just like nothing was working to take it off Mm -hmm. it wasn't eating healthy it wasn't any of that so it just um yeah so that's kind of naturally like where I landed so can you tell us a little bit more about are we yeah. <laughs> like, is that well, let's mindset? Talk, yeah, let's kind of talk about the keto a little bit, kind yeah. of what that promises. Mm-hmm. So with the keto diet, um, it promises that your body is going to start burning more fat for energy. And our bodies are designed to run primarily on carbohydrates. Right. If you restrict carbohydrates, your body can run on fat stores, mm-hmm. right, for energy. Um, our brain can do that for, to meet about half of its demands um, for energy. The rest has to come from carbohydrates. That's how our brains are designed. Yeah. Okay. So it has to come 
well, from glucose. And we can, if we don't have carbohydrates in our diet, we can then break down protein and use those amino acids and help making glucose. Um, so what happens is that you start losing weight, not because you're burning maybe a ton more fat, but you're starting to, you need to keep up with those energy demands. If your body starts breaking down lean tissue, lean mm-hmm. protein, you lose a lot of water too. Yep. So yep. with a lot of these diets, keto and I mean a lot of these kind of trendy diets, you see lots of weight loss initially. Yep. It's not that you're losing 30 pounds of fat in a month. Our bodies don't do that. But we're probably losing a lot of water. So okay. some of these diets can be very dehydrating over okay. time if we're not careful. Yep. Um, and I've noticed that. Like when I was doing it, I lost 10 pounds right away. And then I actually, during Thanksgiving, was off of it for you a while. You found some, didn't I, you? I went, <laughs> right. went up 10 pounds in four days and then back yeah. down 10 pounds in a week. Yeah. So it was yeah. all water, I'm sure. Sure. But, I mean, after you lose that water, you, I went down quite a bit more. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with, the ketone, with the keto diet, I mean, your body's going to, when you're burning more fat for energy, you're going to be mm-hmm. making ketones, which yep. your kidneys can excrete mm-hmm. extra ketones. But if yeah. it gets to a point where it's just building up in your bloodstream, yeah. now it changes the pH of your blood. It can cause That's nausea. That's really unhealthy. Fam- right. So, and there's some, you know, if you have diabetes, this can yep. cause more problems right. and coma and... <laughs> so, good. so my, when people tell me I've started this keto, yeah. the other thing I want to know is what exactly does that look like? Cause there's so many versions of keto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different modifications. There's the dirty it. version. That's what I've read in what I've said is dirty. And so that's tons of butter, tons of mayonnaise, tons of bacon. Right. And we know <laughs> that those things aren't good for our hearts too. Yeah. So if you're going to follow a keto diet, the, the recommendation would just be watching how much saturated fat, right? Okay. We know that yep. the, the monounsaturated and polyunsaturated, more of the plant-based fats, nuts and avocados and olive oil, and yep. those are the good things to choose. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I've been doing. Because vegetarian, I can't do all those animal fats for the most part. So I've been just having avocados and eggs. And mm-hmm, sure. Eggs aren't great, but trying to supplement that with eggs aren't as bad as we once thought they i think were. i should invest in an oh, avocado nice. farm <laughs> you know, right <laughs> yeah so well, that's awesome and that does you know that it makes complete sense because when i first started it i did like i thought i was supposed to i'm probably going to scare you by telling you the amount of fat that my app <laughs> told me to eat but mm-hmm. it was like 168 grams of that's fat a lot. That's a i lot. couldn't do it like it was just too much so now like mm-hmm. we're a little bit more modified like what dave was mm-hmm. saying like i'm we're eating a ton of avocado um we still do a lot of butter i cook mm-hmm. with a lot of butter but mm-hmm. um but yeah so i don't know i'm i'm thinking about like what's what's next because i don't want to stay on that diet right forever. and and the way i thought of this is kind of like it's so trendy to say a detox. Is that a thing? Is that even a thing oh, to detox? Did. People do detox. They try to detox, mm-hmm. right? But <laughs> so our bodies naturally have a way. We have livers and we have kidneys right. that help us to detox, to get rid of any extra, any waste, any extra water, metabolites, electrolytes, potentially toxin, you know, toxins in our body, mm-hmm. our body naturally detoxes itself, right? There are a lot of um, products that claim to cleanse, colon cleanses, and right. whatever. Um, <laughs> right. So one of the things like apple cider vinegar, yeah. the claim behind that is that um, 
that it helps you losing with losing weight and helps to detox. There's really no solid scientific evidence to show that. We have and someone in our department who drinks it every morning in the shower. So. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Kind of steam it out. Odd. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> It's weird. But but studies that have, they've, there's been studies done on this. They're really small studies. There's like uh-huh. 150 people or less in this study. Um, and people that, that added apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon or two a day mm-hmm. over three months, they've lost two to four pounds, which is not really significant, right? Mm-hmm. No, that could come from a number of reasons. Right. And then the... The idea behind it is that the acidity from the vinegar slows down the the movement of food through your stomach, so you're not as hungry. Okay. So you eat a little bit less. Mm. There's nothing magical about. Mm. Gotcha. Right. Um, the other thing to be careful about is if you have vinegar on an empty stomach, it could irritate your yeah. esophagus, oh, your stomach sure. lining. It could interfere with some medications that you're taking. So whatever kind of new fun trendy craze that you're wanting to try I would consult with your physician looking at you know looking at the bigger picture how how long can you follow this are there any medications that I'm on that could contraindicate yeah right okay yeah is this something you can can continue with I mean do you think that you want to Jenny kind of mentioned maybe not Mm. not knowing if I want to stay on this does it work for your family, does it work right. for you? What about the holidays? What about right? Yeah. And over like for the holidays, then we just eat normal. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't shy away from the mashed potatoes and stuffing and all the good stuff, and you know it was fine. Like, um, but now I've just trained myself so much, like to be watching those carbs. What is, what would you say like a healthy amount of carbs would be? Like taking keto out of it, like what? How many carbs should you have a day? So this depend? is a good question, too. Again, lots of controversy over right. this, depending mm-hmm. on what chronic conditions and things like that yeah. you have. But um, our brain, like I said, it runs primarily on glucose. That's its preferred source. And it needs 130 grams a day of carbohydrate to maintain its optimal health. Okay. But that's not it, like eating like a starchy potato necessarily. Well, it could it, be. Or, okay. I mean, we when you think about carbohydrates, we've... There are foods on they're very extreme ends, yeah. right? Yeah. You you have uh, you know a pop tart on one end, <laughs> you know, or a monster, and then on the other end you have black beans or right. quinoa or right. something like that. So it's looking at when you um, I, I encourage people if they're afraid of eating too many carbs mm-hmm. that when you have them choose the ones that are going to give you the most nutrition. The fruits, the vegetables, yep. the grains, the whole grain breads, the Complex oatmeal. Complex carbohydrates. We, yeah, we know that those foods are the ones that help lower risk for heart disease, for strokes, for high blood pressure, help regulate blood sugars. Yep. Those are the things that we should look at, too. Um, and there is some, some there's research showing that more of those foods help to manage weight as well. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good. That is. And with this ketogenic diet, it has an interesting history. Do you know kind of where this came yeah, from? Yeah, so it started in the 20s as an yeah. anti-seizure oh. diet. Yeah, anti-seizure. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Wow. Yeah, so those ketones, again, they affect the way your brain mm-hmm. functions. I have another question. Mm-hmm. So is ketoacidosis, which you hear that as a really bad thing for mm-hmm. your body, is that basically what this is? Yes. But again, okay. like your kidneys can clear those ketones, okay. but if they get really high, if it's just if there's too much ketone formation, yeah. then it can build up in the blood. And yes, mm. that's the okay. that's the problem you hear. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm -hmm. Good to know to confusion. clarify that. Yeah, yeah, confusion and being lethargic and mm -hmm. in okay. some cases, coma, death. So it's... Mm. So you had to be careful. You have to be careful. Okay. Very careful. Um, so, and one of the things that I did when I first started the keto diet is, every like Jen was saying, everybody has a different way that they approach it, which is concerning. But um, one of the things I did is I also incorporated this intermittent fasting thing, which also seems a little weird. Yeah. And I don't do that anymore. But okay. um, what is intermittent fasting and... I know a couple people who do it, and they mm -hmm. swear by it, and they're mm -hmm. like, "I can eat anything I want as long as it's once a day." And I'm like, "Right, oh, that's you're kind of weird." True. Right, <laughs> right. So intermittent fasting, as far as like the research behind it, it's only been around for six, seven yeah. years, oh, really. Okay. Yeah. So it's really in its infancy. We don't know long term what this does, but the idea behind it, and again, there's lots of different, um, different modifications, I guess, of it. Some some say, okay, you only eat for eight hours a day. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're going to eat between, and you pick your times. Maybe you'll eat from 8 to 4, whatever, mm -hmm. or 10 to 6, whatever. Um, and the idea behind that is that the less hours you're eating, the less you're going to eat and less you're going to yeah. gain weight, right? Sure. Um, kind of makes sense, mm -hmm. but we don't know long term, mm -hmm. okay. right? Um, we also know that there are some times when you don't want to fast, you know, if you're pregnant, if you're a child, oh, we yeah, don't want to put absolutely. our kids on these diets, Yep. right? If you are old, if you are frail, these are not, they're not appropriate. Sure. If you have diabetes or on a on an insulin, this could be very dangerous. But when people start following a diet, whatever it might be, they start paying more attention to what they're eating and yeah. how much they're eating and their food choices. And that seems to make more of a difference than the timing of meals. I know that's another popular question. Yeah. If I eat nothing after seven. Yep. Like Oprah swears. To but your metabolism <laughs> doesn't shut off at 701, <laughs> right. right? So more importantly than the timing of your meals, there is research that suggests that if you eat the most, um, when, you know, when you're more active, so during the day, sure. you tend to do mm -hmm. better with managing weight. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean eat... 3,000 calories at lunchtime. It just means right. that if you're going to be sitting on the couch in the evening for three hours, it doesn't make sense to, to eat a whole a, pizza or, yeah. you know, it's right. eating eating most of your calories when you're more active during the day. There's promising research on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that I found to be most interesting that I'm probably going to continue using is just being mindful of what you're eating and Jen showed me this app where you can put in, you can scan the barcode mm -hmm. on your food and it pulls up all the nutrients of it. And then it gives you these little like circles that mm -hmm. you can work towards completing how much you need for that mm -hmm. each day. And then you can scale that up to if you want to have less calories or more calories and how much fat mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we have lots of choices, don't we, when it comes to food? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Tons of we used to Tons. just eat, right? I know. <laughs> I know. So I we can see. We made it complicated. And that really is this thing because I used to just snack on stuff and whatever. And this, if I have to put it in my app, then it's another step that makes me think, Absolutely. do I really need this? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's yeah. been super helpful, even probably more so than just even doing a keto thing. It's just mm -hmm. knowing what you're it. doing. Yeah. yeah. Being mindful. That's, I love that idea that you brought up that, um, like I said, when people start paying more attention. Right. Right. Um, and as we're coming to the holidays, yeah. you, you pick up on comments people say, right. Mm -hmm. gonna, I'm going to just, they have this idea they're going to just pick out for the next right. 
for the next month, and then they're going to spend five months working really hard, (laughs) (laughs) restricting to get it off. But having an approach that's more mindful, Mm -hmm. what is it that I want to, what do I want to eat? How much do I want to eat? You know, enjoying yeah, and the holidays and and enjoying the food, of course, because some of that stuff you only get right when you get when you get together. So it's super fun, and you want to have those mm-hmm. foods, but you also, um, you know, question to ask yourself is: Are you is your food intake? You know, does that is it like a morality issue where you're like, you know, I was bad today mm-hmm. because I had a donut for breakfast or yeah. I had two pieces of cake instead of one or right? Yeah, and for me, it just. Sometimes I don't think about food as like an energy source. I think of it as like something you just do. And when you actually see when you eat a Hinkley's donut or have a pizza, how that affects what you're supposed to eat for the day. Like it. Well, you want to balance it out too. Yeah. You don't want to be so restrictive. And it's not that. Mm-hmm. People don't eat perfect all that time, right? So right. that's why we have guidelines, yeah. <laughs> right. suggestions. And, and before that, um, I wasn't thinking of anything. Yeah. I would just have it. But if you're more mindful, so if you have pizza, okay, you're going to have two pieces, six pieces. You're going to have a salad mm-hmm. with it. Are you going to yeah. have a lighter dinner if that's your lunch or whatever, right. right? Just to kind of balance it out. But there, a lot of these trendy diets, like I said, they have lists and lists of foods that you cannot have or shouldn't mm-hmm. have and you're a bad person if you eat them. But right. that would be a red flag, right? Um, but it really comes down to what does the bigger picture look like? Is this something you can maintain for a long time? Is it something that doesn't work for you? Some mm-hmm. people start diets and it causes so much stress and anxiety mm-hmm. that it's not even worth it, right? right? You might as well be 10 pounds heavier and not be so stressed <laughs> right. than to be so stressed. Yep. Right. Yep, that's a great You've got to balance point. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes, though, it's great to think about how this affects us, but sometimes, you know, we're also parents. Yes. And it's not only we're making uh, health decisions for ourselves, we're making it for our children and how they're going to kind of form a relationship with food. Mm-hmm. So what do you? what is your take on – so I'm a vegetarian mm-hmm. – my wife is not, and my kids are not, um, but there's some people in our department who mm-hmm. they are vegetarians and their children are vegetarians and have mm-hmm. been their entire life. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, was your, what is your take on that? It's my, c- my take on that, I mean, as far as vegetarian diets, it's safe to do for kids. You just want to balance it out, making sure there's some key nutrients that kids need, mm-hmm. making sure they're getting calcium, enough protein, yeah. iron, so I would, mm-hmm. it's there's it's safe to do as long as it's balanced out. Sure. So talking with their doctor, checking their weight, you know, mm-hmm. they're on growth charts to see mm-hmm. how are we doing, right? Yep, that makes sense. Yep. Oh, and there's nothing bad about vegetables anyway. <laughs> we probably all need more right. of them right. in our diet anyway. <laughs> and we have another great podcast that talks about how to get your kids to eat healthy that you mm-hmm. can go back and listen to. So that was a fun one as well. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to ask, Jen? Let's see. Any other trends or topics that you want to cover? Well, I guess my, that when I did my best with eating, working out and everything, it was doing like the whole 30. So it was, I could not be as strict as that program. It was just impossible. Like, Mm -hmm. but I did as much as I could, tried to eat as clean as we could. I mean, so 
overall, I mean, is that kind of something that you would recommend, like for someone who's looking to just be healthier? Well, what what worked for you with that program? What did you like? I liked incorporate. I knew I wasn't getting enough vegetables um, in my diet, and that was kind of a way for me to force myself to do it. Um, and just picking. And my family, I love you, Mom, but she has never cooked in her entire life. We've eaten out fast food my entire life growing up. So I know that I don't want to eat that type of processed food all of the time. And so that's kind of what I was looking to get into is just a healthier way and just finding the cleanest best things to eat Mm -hmm. and um but it was pretty it was still pretty strict and I think I might be able to do it a little bit better now but I don't know what what would you usually those kinds of plans I mean you're having to change not only what you're preparing Mm -hmm. how often you're shopping yep yeah there's a lot shop all the time (laughs) you're changing quite a bit right but the diets that are promoting more more fruits, more vegetables, mm-hmm. less of the highly processed food. I mean, most all foods is processed to some degree. Yep. Um, but really watching out for the, f- you know, the the food products that have 30 ingredients in them, mm-hmm. being careful with that. Um, those diets, more the, like the cleaner eating, the idea behind that, it's, mm-hmm. it's it makes sense. I mean, it's just right. healthier overall eating. Um, Again, the the red flag kind of goes up when people get so restrictive that they're good or they're bad based on what they've put in their body that day. Yep. Yeah, and for me, it's just like it was a time thing where like it was just easy to go grab some food somewhere and not think about it. And then that just builds up you, you mm-hmm. can't do that all the time right right so then what what tends to happen people have this all or nothing mentality mm-hmm. well if i can't keep up with it i'm not doing any of it right. and they go back to yeah to old ways right yep. and mm-hmm. then they mm-hmm. start seeing changes maybe in weight or how they feel or energy levels yeah. well that diet didn't work and then they try something, something else, else yeah right <laughs> so <laughs> diets tend to work as long as you stay on them and focused, right? Sure. The, like I said, the one thing that you want to look out for is what is this going to do long term for me? Mm-hmm. If you're on a diet when you can eat five pounds of bacon, but you can't have a half <laughs> of a baked potato, right? What's yeah. that going to do to you mm-hmm. long term, right? Mm-hmm. That's a right. Really good so we don't want to just look at weight. There's lots of different ways to lose weight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? But not all of them are going to be safe or effective. And we want to look at, can we sustain this? Is it, does it work for my family? Does it work for my with my shopping habits? Mm-hmm. For some people that I talk to that want to lose weight, maybe they're eating out six or seven times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can we eat right. out three yeah. times a week? What are some little changes you can do, right? Yeah, and with this keto diet, I don't think I've been out to eat since I've started it because it's just not really possible. You're probably eating a lot differently, right? If you're, if you're cooking and you're buying foods and you're preparing them mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, my f- mom would cook all the time, and we just got away with it with our busy lives. We both work. We have two kids. We'd just grab Little Caesar's Pizza on the way home or something, and then now that I'm doing this, I'm spending a lot more time cooking and prepping food and doing stuff, and it's refreshing. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. It slows you down a little bit. Right. People often say, I don't have time to right. cook, but when you're... When you take that time for yourself and you involve the family mm-hmm. and you get the kids yeah, help them wash vegetables or whatever. Yes. Awesome. It's more entertaining. Yeah. yeah. So there's all these different health trends out there and people are always looking to 
do different things with their diet. And one of the big ones that comes up recently is this gluten-free thing. Mm-hmm. And I hear about it all the time from a bunch of different people. And I question it a little bit. But I actually know someone who has, like, the celiac. Celiac disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference there? And, like, what is this whole gluten-free thing? Is it healthy? It Does it help? Can you lose what they call belly fat from this? Or is it just kind of weird? Well, <laughs> if a gl- gluten is a type of protein that's found in wheat. Okay. Yeah. There are many wheat and barley and oats and rye. Okay. But like wheat, that's the, the whole wheat belly thing. Um, there are different proteins in wheat that any of those could cause a, a negative reaction. If you have celiac disease, mm-hmm. you have to just mm-hmm. avoid all gluten, right? Because yeah. that's the protein that causes this immuno, um, re, you know, response. Um, there is not any evidence to suggest that the that eating wheat, and they've they've looked at studies looking at does eating wheat cause gluten, mm-hmm. you know, sensitivity, or does it cause celiac disease? No, the evidence isn't there. Um, there is evidence to suggest that eating um, sprouted grain breads or breads that have a longer fermentation, like mm-hmm. sourdough mm-hmm. breads, they tend to have less, um, I guess, less of the irritation, possible mm-hmm. irritation with the, um, you know, with right. your with in, your gut. But um, if you don't, if you have an allergy, it makes sense to just avoid that altogether. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of this is based on pseudoscience that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That the types the types of proteins in the breads, you know, that the breads the, the flour now is it's um produced in a way that is really promoting we want light fluffy breads, right? Right. And yeah. so there's some proteins that we put in the bread to cause that to happen. And those are not the proteins that cause that are linked to celiac disease. Hmm. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, I think that that's a lot of cool information it really is this has been super helpful and it's i think i'm kind of thinking just a little bit more about just making i I wasn't really thinking about how this was affecting my body and so this talk has been super helpful Mm -hmm. for me to really keep thinking about that and just making sure that i'm doing something that is going to like you said be sustainable and just Mm -hmm. work and and I want to feel my best too. And you know, I I really appreciate all of your help with this because this is it's just eye opening, don't you think, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. It makes you really think about what you can do sustainably to yeah eat healthy and not necessarily strive to lose a lot of weight, just to be more healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. And There's lots you can do, right? So yeah. some of these, some people like to follow very rigid, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And other people mm-hmm. say, oh, no, no, there's where I'm at. I'm just making baby steps. And that's fine too. Yeah. Right. yeah that might for, be that might be better in the long run. So sure. it's not, nothing so extreme. Usually the truth is somewhere right in the middle of all yeah. this extreme eating. Sure. Right? Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. You are welcome. Um, If you want to listen to more of these podcasts, they are online, henryford.com slash podcasts, and you can find them all there. There's a nice little playlist. You can find all the ways to subscribe to our podcast. If you have more questions, you can find us on Facebook and submit some questions there. We're always looking for interesting topics to talk about. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being on the show, Sarah. Thank you.